Hello and welcome to Outfox, the disruptive content podcast that helps you transform your content marketing and outfox the competition. I'm Laura Jones and in this episode we'll be exploring how AI is changing the PR industry. We'll be looking at how AI is already evolving the world of PR and how it's shaping the future of the industry as we know it. Joining me today to explore these questions is UK Managing Director of the Global Marketing Agency, Metia, and CIPR's AI in PR panel member, Stephen Waddington. Welcome to OutFox, Stephen. Hey, Laura. Thanks for having me. I hope uh, I'm open to I'm looking forward to good discussion. Yeah, definitely. Um, AI is a term that's been thrown around quite a lot at the moment. What does it actually mean for PR and how can it change the, the profession and, and why is it something that the industry needs to pay attention to? So there's an awful lot of what we do in public relations, which is uh, repetitive and administrative. So if I think back to, to how I started my career 20 years ago, you know, uh, once you'd written a press release, you'd put it in an envelope and send it out to, to journalists. Uh, and that in itself would you know, be half a day's job. Um, you'd pitch it into journalists, you'd hopefully get uh, coverage in the media, uh, and then you'd manually track those coverage and literally cut out um, press clippings as, as you found them and mount them in nice books and, and photocopy them. All that has been stripped out by, by technology. That's a very simple, pragmatic uh, answer. So, you know, a job that I probably as an account exec 20 years ago spent my entire life doing now we can do in a matter of hours so you know you you never post out a press release these days it's all done through wire or email distribution uh, and monitoring is you know by any done by any number of of, of digital tools um so th- th- that just shows the impact of technology on, on, on our profession and that's quite rudimentary with you know that's replacing existing functions within public relations with with tools and none of that is AI I hopefully one of the things we're going to come on and talk about is the difference between basic technology impacting public relations and the shift um, to to automation and then actually you know the really smart stuff with, with artificial intelligence one of the issues I've got at the moment with artificial intelligence is it's one of these butch bullshit phrases you know Bitcoin that's just added as a label it's like a shiny shiny marketing veneer on a on, on you know many aspects of, of technology and it's particularly prevalent in the PR and marketing industry where people don't necessarily what they know what they're buying yeah and um do you think that PR professionals are embracing or rejecting AI uh, or do they think they're embracing uh, what's been given that shiny title AI and it's actually just basic um, technology? How how sort of um, involved is the industry with AI at the moment? So I think there's there's a lot of people paying lip service to it and going and, and recognising it. You know, it's very much uh, it's very much an issue. Um because there's so much noise coming from the vendor community selling into our space and, you know, day in, day out uh, within the business community. Um, you know, you've seen survey after survey um, of how robots and, and AI are um, are impacting you know, professions uh, and, you know, how that means lots and lots of jobs are are going to disappear so you know i think that there's a degree of lip service there's very few and it always happens in public relations and marketing there's actually very few people actively embracing it and figuring it out 
how they can use you know new forms of AI, new forms of automation technology AI to to impact their their daily workflow. Um, uh, and you know you see very little experimenting going on, but that that's always been in, in the case. You know, public relations would like to late to SEO, it was late to social media marketing, it was late to paid paid marketing uh, on, you know, social forms of media. Um, you know, again, I, we're, we're late to this. So in terms of experimenting uh, with AI and sort of getting involved in it, what do you think is going to push that change then if people are sort of um, just paying it lip service at the moment? How How is that going to change? Is it is AI something that's really going to have to come in and embed itself within PR? Um, are people going to go out, have to go out and look for it? Or how how is that change going to come about? So, Laura, I think there's two answers to that. The first one is there's naturally there's naturally a bunch of tech uh, trailblazers, trailblazers, sorry, who um, who kind of experiment and, and try and use this type of technology for, for competitive advantage. And, you know, that's what I've tried to do. Um, throughout my career um and you know so so that's kind of why we created the the ai panel at cipr to to help do some of that the second answer is the vendor community pushing so hard into our market so the likes of you know any number of the the the, uh the monitoring services and not just the traditional media monitoring services but the new monitoring services that you know the, the organisations like Brandwatch that are selling assertively now into to the public relations space, and then you know analytics uh, and 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 um, you know measurement services, uh, and these are real these are areas where we can apply automation and AI to real competitive advantage uh, within our space, um, and I think the market driven by the vendor community and smart practitioners. Um, is starting to pick up this, these, these new forms of technology to, to help them deliver competitive advantage. And just in terms of, you touched on upon a couple of tools there. Um, you mentioned Brandwatch, you mentioned some measurement services. Um, what are the most common AI tools out there at the moment for PR? Um, and I mean real AI. So, so this is a thing. It's, you know, this is where the bullshit comes, the marketing bullshit comes in from the vendor community because there, can't, there aren't actually that many. You know, uh, definition for AI, um, and this is one of the things we're trying to do at the CIPR, is, is you know, establish formal definitions that people recognize and, and sign up to. But AI is where uh, I'd say, in, you know, in my interpretation of it is, is where um, a machine is using a data set and learning from that data set to deliver insights that, you know, would otherwise take you days and weeks to, to find. Um, and so there aren't many, there aren't actually that many examples. Most of the examples at the moment of, of AI in public relations, so-called AI in public relations are actually automation. So, you know, monitoring services, um, monitoring services, um, listening services, um, analytic services. These are all you know, crudely forms of automation where, where you're finding AI coming in is, uh, and, and providing, um, and providing real insight that delivers a step change to what we do is, is mainly around listening. So some of the services I'd, I'd, you know, look at are maybe, uh, things like Tracker that helps identify stakeholders and influencers within, a, um, you know, within a, uh, a, a particular sector or market within a public sphere, 
Things like Quid. Now, Quid is a really interesting tool because it allows you to you know, look at thousands and thousands of conversations, massive, massive data sets, and pick out from those conversations um, you know, trends uh, and, and topics and also find white space. Um, you know, so it's incredibly valuable, potentially within public relations, um, you know, around issues and, and, and crisis. And, you know, that's a true example I'd suggest of AI. If we just go back a second to um, the measurement, AI in measurement, can you yeah. think of any tools that are uh, worthwhile exploring there? Anything that's that's sort of doing well? I know that PR has a has a tough rap to prove itself a lot of the time, and measurement has been uh, sort of up in the air for a while. So, are there any tools out there that can help with that? Yeah, I'd start with. It depends what you want to measure, but you know. Um, Part of the issue in public relations is we tend to measure proxies for, for outcomes. So, you know, any campaign should start with an objective and your objective should have a measurable outcome. Um, and that objective should ideally be aligned with not a communication objective, but a business objective of the organisation. Um, and that's where the first, you know, we make the first mistake in, in public relations. because Typically, we come up with some proxy um, and, and, and count things rather than, measuring meaningful outcomes a lot of what we do is is now in the brand marketing space um um you know there you want no you don't want to be counting you know hits on a website you want to be tracking leads through a funnel and you know what's the actual outcome at the bottom of the funnel and, and you know there's some fantastic technologies to enable you to do that very free ones like uh, google analytics um and you know there's lots of overlays on, on google analytics that can help you you know, drive insights for, for performance type work. Uh, and then, you know, in the public relations space, you know, look at vendors like Trendcat and what they're doing from a holistic, you know, communications point of view right the way through the funnel. And, you know, organizations like HubSpot, um, you know, and they're, that, I mean, the, the ones I've cited there are all from a brand marketing point of view. Um, but, you know, equally, um, you know, you could, you could provide them, you could, Look at, you know, there's examples from a reputation point of view, and I'd suggest every single campaign that any practitioner is is uh, delivering today, whether it's a reputation campaign or it's a brand marketing campaign of some form, should have at its heart uh, um, a monitoring solution like, you know, Google Analytics. Do you think AI will ever be able to replace the more emotional, um, intelligent side of, of PR and interpersonal skills or... Um, would that not put the whole industry at risk, or do you think it's, it's a balance between the two? I'm going to say firmly no to that. Um, a piece of work looking at skills, uh, Jean Vallin, one of the members of the panel, uh, CIPR panel in Canada, did a, a piece of work looking at particular skills and emotional intelligence, interpersonal skills were, were you know, the one area where I think public relations uh, has a strong future that will never be overtaken by by robots. And, you know, I've got a couple of bits of evidence for that. Um, you know, if you've ever, two, sorry, two use cases, two good use cases of uh, AI uh, or automation in, in public relations from a technology point of view are um, bots. Um, so bots on Facebook Messenger, you know, or other messaging platforms. If you've ever tried one, at the moment we're we're at the the, the state of, of you know crudely um, querying databases and, and getting responses back, and you know um, the conversation is really really uh, odd, almost a cartel like. Um, 
likewise, um, I cracks me up constantly because we've got Google Homes and Alexa at home, and, you know, just trying them out with kids and, and my partner. And the number of rows my partner has with Alexa because, um, you know, you've got to speak, you know, you've got to put yourself in the frame of mind of a robot to issue and issue instructions that Alexa will uh, respond to. And if you don't get the, the nuance or the context right, you know, you end up getting some nonsense back from Spotify rather than, you know, whatever it was you wanted to, to listen to. So I think we've got an awful long way to go um, in, in those areas in particular. And um, in terms of the fears around AI, just uh, to touch upon the fact you mentioned Alexa and Google Homes, I know there's a lot of fear that, you know, they're listening. Uh, they're listening in on all of our conversations. Um, in terms of fears around AI and PR, um, what are what are the fears that, that some practitioners are having um, and are they warranted? From a, uh, an individual practitioner point of view in public relations and marketing, I think the fear comes from uncertainty. You know, we don't know what we don't know. Um, and, you know, um, there's two two responses to that. You can either jump in and get your hands dirty, roll your sleeves up and try and understand it and make sense of it all and learn how to use it to, to your best advantage. Or you can be scared by it, avoid it, and, you know, basically say, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to uh, get concerned about this. It, it's it's irrelevant, and you know that's the community of practitioner. That's the practitioners that are most fearful. About a year ago, I think it was the CIPR released a discussion paper um, uh, looking specifically at AI uh, in PR and the impact um, it would have on the skills in the profession. Um, are these predictions still on track, um, or have they sort of come to life sooner than than maybe you expected? Um, so this is this is the piece of work I mentioned about Jean Valant. Um, brilliant piece of work. So he took the um, the um, Global Alliance Competency Framework for Public Relations, which sets out fifty odd skills that you need to be a competent practitioner, both at a, a, you know an entry level and at a manager level. And he we he mapped those um, against um, the technologies. That um, were being sold into to the the um, the the, uh, the market, uh, and then worked with a bunch of people, field researchers around the world, to benchmark the impact on technology today and what it might be in five years. Now, you know, there's, a, um, there's a bit of future gazing required to think five years hence uh, what might what might it, uh, what might happen. But you know, we publish that publish that piece of work openly. Um, it's been presented at conferences uh, on almost every continent around the world, uh, and it hasn't significantly been challenged. The only one area it has, has been challenged on is uh, we suggested that the law and governance would be an area that wouldn't, uh, you know, where robots and AI wouldn't have an impact. And, you know, there's been several use cases where actually, um, you know, um, robots can Automate machines can make sense of case law and apply that case law um, to particular governance situations. But other than that, the areas that we talked about, so the craft of creativity, um, you know, emotional intelligence, interpersonal skills, you know, that lie very hard at the heart of relationships and, and public relations, um, are, I don't think will ever be uh, challenged by robots. 
Thanks, Stephen. Uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, I'd just like to say a big thank you to all of our listeners and a huge thank you to Stephen Waddington for sharing your insight with us today. It's been a really interesting discussion. So thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me, Laura. Much appreciated. If you enjoyed the podcast, then please click subscribe on your podcast app to keep up to date on the best way to disrupt your content marketing and outbox your competition. 